Welcome to the Nightly Rant. I'm Mike. And I'm Toria. This is the show where we talk about the awful things that have happened in our day, the awesome things that have happened in our day, and all the things in between. Thanks for listening, and we truly hope you enjoy. So have you noticed when um, have you ever been like in a situation where you thought something was one way, but it was actually a different way? Many times. Many times. What's like a recent example of that? Well, we thought that old couch was pretty great. Yeah, you know, that's what I was thinking, how you <laughs> sometimes don't realize how massively ugly something is <laughs> until you replace it. Right. And then you're looking at it, and you're looking at the thing you replaced it with, and you're like, huh. Well, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> that's the thing, though. It's the thing, though. It's like, you, you know how they say you, you don't know what you've got until it's gone? Right. Well, sometimes what you've got <laughs> is trash. You don't I mean, know how well. awful what you had was until something good comes along. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind, of the, that's kind of the point. But it's just funny how people find themselves in that kind of situation. Right. So we should tell you about this old couch. Yeah, this thing is like hmm, a Sherman tank. It is. It really is. I am pretty sure that that thing could last through a nuclear war. I think so. It may get I even... actually think it may have at one point in history. <laughs> well, it it's old enough to have been here during the Cold War. It might have been in Hiroshima. You never know. It's this reincarnated couch. It is pretty ancient looking. <laughs> Held together with sheets of plywood and sheer magic. Yes. I mean, that's true. The bottom part had torn through in both spots. So the springs were coming through. And the only way to keep the springs in was to put some plywood in and cut it to the exact size of the space, which, of course, firmed up the couch quite a bit. And made it super uncomfortable. Yeah, one side was super thick. Yeah. Just made it really, really hard. Like, you couldn't nap on it because your back would die. Yeah. And I think the sheer number of hot Cheetos in that couch were probably part of what was holding it together. Yeah. Sweet Jesus. The hot hot Cheetos. Cheetos. (laughs) That's funny. I hadn't thought about that, but that's true. Sweet Jesus. Literally. The cheese (laughs) was keeping the couch together. That's pretty funny. You really think so, huh? Well, they had to be contributing to something other than being, like, bait for miscellaneous vermin. <laughs> uh, well, that that part's sort of true. <clears throat> part's sort of true. But then, one of the reasons why you know it's so ugly and imposing. <laughs> one, like, you'd come into the living room here and it was, like, all couch. All couch. Nothing else. Just all big, ugly, dirty, brown monstrosity of a couch. Yeah. Yep. The dirty part was embarrassing. And we tried to clean it. If you'll remember the steam cleaning fiasco, where we pay extra for the steam cleaning wand and then it doesn't freaking work. Yep. 
<sighs> what? What a catastrophe. I know. Yogi thought so. So then, we got a bug up our butt a month or so ago. We got we it came before that, but we really got it up up on there about a month or so ago that we were just done with the Sherman tank of couches. Yeah, we'd had quite enough, and the Craigslist surfing began. Yeah, that was like right after Christmas. Yeah, pretty much right after Christmas. Yeah, right before New Year's, right before, right after Christmas. Yeah. yeah. I remember that conversation, so that's why I remember <laughs> approximately when it happened. But this one's different, you know. It's not a earth tone, really. It's a blue, navy blue at that. It goes really well with the colors in the pill. Long well, it matches this perfectly, and then yeah. these ones are just like a nice accent. And this is kind of navy blue already, even though yeah. it looked black. It's pretty nice. It's a very dark couch. It's kind of corduroy feeling. Yeah. And it's, when you sit on it the first time, you're like, huh, this couch is kind of firm. And then your butt kind of settles into it for a minute, and you're like, but not uncomfortably firm like the other (laughs) one. I am not sitting on a padded piece of plywood right now. I completely agree with you. I think, I think that the old couch, he, he served his, his purpose. He worked hard. He gave extra to us. Grandpa the couch? Yes. Time for retirement. And he is getting a dignified retirement. Is it really that dignified that currently three cats are using it as a jungle gym? <laughs> it is kind of funny to see Parker, Pretty Girl, and Olive running around on that old couch. It's almost like they have the clue that it's getting on out of here soon. So they feel like they can scratch the living shit out of it. It's Gallop funny. all around it. Here comes the Pretty Girl bunch of psychos it's funny though how they are they you're right when you say they all act differently when they sense that there's a change going on and i mean this is this isn't just sensing it they're witnessing it well and it was interesting because the delivery guy came right right and then i go into the bedroom to check on parker and olive because i figured they might be freaked out there was loud sounds i checked on the dog first and then I go in there, and they're both in full, what the fuck is going on, mode. Because they'd heard the banging. Yogi had barked. I like when you do that. And then and then we get everything out of the box, and we let them out of the bedroom. And then Olive goes full savage. Full savage. She is galloping everywhere. She's climbing on things. She's hiding in the bottom of the couch. She's zooming here. She's zooming there. What is this? (laughs) This is the first pretty girl is getting to see it because she had to stay in the bathroom the whole time because we didn't know how she and Parker would react together with the chaos. They did okay. But seriously, these cats. It only took us two hours and 45 minutes to build the entire thing with the having to redo the one part. I was going to say, when you consider that I had to do that one part twice, basically three times because I had to put it on, take it off, put it on. Yeah. Not so terrible. It's not that terrible. Mm-mm. But that's why my back is sore. The most frustrating part was that the instructions were misleading. Let's call them misleading. It was worse than misleading. Like, it it did not have instructions. There's They refer to things as the left couch and the right couch, but it did not have any instructions for assembling the left couch. And the couch it was referring to as the right couch was actually the left couch. Right. 
right, it wasn't right, it was left. It was a little wacky. It's a good thing that we're two intelligent human beings, because I feel like people of lesser intelligence would not have been able, they'd have been like, what is wrong? Everything's broken! Why is everything broken? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I completely agree with you there. People would <laughs> be screaming and yelling and asking someone else to fix it. And asking for divorces? Yeah. I see. That's just... Just, just the worst. Exactly. Like, it's <laughs> like, can't, it can't get lower than that. You know, some, when I cruise around Upwork, I see lots of jobs posted by Chinese companies. And, and there was, there's been a couple in other, other, that side of the world nations that produce manuals for things. And they're looking for U.S. and Canadian-based freelancers to edit their instruction manuals. Oh. But, let me tell you. Okay, take Ikea, for example, because they have lots of instruction manuals. How exactly are you supposed to understand what the instruction manual is trying to tell you if you don't have the pieces in your hand at the exact moment? Yeah. And I was using an example of a company that has decent instruction manuals. Yep. You're right, because... You have to be able to say with confidence, you know, take this and attach it to that. Right. But if you can't actually see it, I sometimes you get a different perspective when you have, a lot of times you get a different perspective when you have your hands on those things. Right. Like the instruction manual for your drone. If you remember when we were putting it together, we put the wrong propellers on because they gave us four of each propeller instead of. Because they gave us double in case they get broken. Four of each two different kinds of propeller. And we ended up putting, like, all four propeller A on. Right. Because the instructions weren't super clear. But we wouldn't have we wouldn't have ever understood that that would be a problem for somebody putting it together if we hadn't have experienced putting it together. Right. So I almost wonder if these Upwork places that are hiring people to do instruction manuals, like, send you a freebie product. It's possible. Or if they just expect you to fix grammar. Perhaps uh, that's the payment, is they send you a freebie product. Well, that's cool. Maybe I'll start applying for them. (laughs) (laughs) You'll watch. I'll get something lame, like an impossible-to-put-together coffee table. (laughs) With no instructions. (laughs) Because that'll be the job, figuring out the instructions. Pretty much. Ah! I have no interest in this. I take it back. Well, that's the thing. It's... Even like this couch, like there there were two spots that were really weird. One was over there with the armrest that came up like this. This guy up here. This way. Yeah. That was really weird just to begin with because it had two different size screws. They had to go all the way through two pieces of wood, essentially, and then connect together to give you that. It's just weird. That's okay. It's all Yeah, it's kind of cute. And the other spot that was really, really messed up was this corner, where we had to figure out that the fabric had to be unzipped in order to get to the bolt. Yeah, because it didn't tell you that. If I hadn't noticed the zipper on the other piece of couch, it would have taken us some solid time to figure that out. Yeah. Oh, gosh. The cat looks like she's going to climb the walls. She sure does. Did she, like, get into the catnip or something? No, I keep it locked up. That's good. Far, far away from cat sniffers. Cat sniffers. <laughs> There's Parker the cat sniffer. Yeah, he can't do much damage, though. He no longer has his own claws. He has dainty blue paws now. Dainty blue soft claws. Soft. They are soft, too. Yeah. 
that's the amazing part. Oh, that was cute. He just like looked like a yeah, like a gopher. Gopher popped up out of the ground. The other two cats are going to get their soft paws sometime this week, I'm sure. Yep. Olive may or may not get them, depending on if she decides her claws need to be one with this couch. For sure. We don't want that. Not from Olive. No, she would die. We would kill her. She would be living on the patio. Poor Olive. In a crate. Just kidding. Poor Olive. But seriously, no cat claws will ever be one with the couch. Exactly. No excuse. That's the thing. No excuse, Olive. So, you know, I was thinking about dinner the other night. Okay. What day is today? It's Friday. Friday. So it's Thursday's dinner. The Peruvian food that you Mm -hmm. made. That was really tasty. I still don't know where the onion is. I can't figure it out. I can't figure out what happened to the onion. Well, and see, you needed the red onion. If you didn't have the red onion, it wouldn't have tasted right. Right. Right, I understand. But, like, the green sauce was on point. Yeah, it was good. It was extra spicy. Those were some, like, well, yeah, super spicy that's Serranos. That's 100% dependent upon the Serranos. So, I talked last night while you were asleep. Clearly, I wasn't actually fired. No. Either say. that or you rehired me today. One or the other. Well, you know. I do have compassion. All right. Don't want you to be homeless. Anyway, you were thinking. The story that you and I talked about today, or maybe it was yesterday we talked about it. Maybe it was this morning. About the homeless the, people. Yeah, about the homeless people. That makes me quite literally depressed for the future of society. Well, for those of you who don't know. It just hurts my being. This couple in Santa Ana, I believe. That's what was you said. camping inside of a tent in a vacant lot. And someone who was in the neighborhood said, you know, you can't be here. We don't want you in our, we don't want you in our neighborhood. I'm going to go get my gun. And if I come back and you're still here, I'm going to shoot you both. So they just ignored him as being a psycho. And then guy shows back up. And they thought he was just crazy and nothing was going to happen. It was just normal threats. I'm pretty sure I would think that kind of dude was crazy too. But they just thought it was one of the normal threats, you know, that they've gotten. Right. And they categorized it as such. Right. Well, the man, the homeless man, hears like sounds outside of the tent and wonders what's going on. Unzips the tent door and looks outside. And the guy kicks him in the head. Just absolutely ridiculous. Then proceeds to douse... The tent with gasoline and light it on fire. I don't... Okay, I don't understand how people like that are still alive and in society. Like, how have we not weeded them out? I ask myself that question too sometimes, and the only conclusion I can come to is that maybe the majority of the time, they... That's the first time they've committed an act like that. So you think that they were... Before, up until, and before then, a normal, reasonable human being, and that something just broke in their brain that night, and they decided they hated this homeless couple, and that I think they were that, going to end them? I think that they had the tendency inside of them, but there has to be a starting point. You know, a sociopath doesn't come out of the womb committing sociopathic acts. There's so you, a point where they snap. 
and go the other direction. Or he's just a regular neighborhood sicko who nobody knew was a regular neighborhood sicko. Right. I mean, but there's there's a lot of people in communities in the area who think that homeless people should just be killed. They're not going out and lighting their tents on fire, but they're not far from it. Well, and then people are so shocked that the homeless people have turned down the, some of the help that's been offered to them. And they claim it's because people claim it's because they don't want to follow rules, etc., etc., etc. But right. But the harsh reality is that there isn't enough good spaces to put the homeless into. Well, and you hear from some of the homeless people about some of the things that happen in certain shelters, about how there's been like assaults there. And how they're more mistreated there than they are by anybody when they're on the street. Why would they want that? How is that an upgrade to their living situation? Where, say, a woman yeah. is in that shelter where I was saying that there was assault. And she has she had a safe place to sleep when she was on the street. But now she's in a shelter but has to worry about being raped Which is at night. crazy, right? Right. And of course, I'm not saying that all of the shelters in the area are like that. But there are some. Sure, of course. Because there's awful people in every bunch. We all know this. But yeah. So I maybe people should be more educated about that fact. That going to the shelter is not always an upgrade for these people. Right. They don't grasp that, though. I guess they think some house is better than no house and nothing else matters. And you have to almost have come into contact with someone who fits that bill of that person. Yeah. Yeah, because those aren't exactly stories you hear a lot. Like, we heard about the assaults at the one place because we were going to the the Bright Pads meetings. Yeah. And listening to homeless advocates talk about situations they'd heard of or experienced or helped people get out of. It's, it's kinda... emotional. It, well, but it's a very emotionally divisive issue. Right. Because some people flat out insist that they've chosen the lifestyle as though they didn't become homeless because of some event. They became homeless because they chose to be homeless. Right. That's what the, those people will try to tell you. Is that it was their choice. Well, of course. I mean, everybody wants to choose to be the like lepers of society. Yeah. Because that's how they're treated. Like, it's just alarming. Just alarming. It's just... different, that's for sure. I, I was also thinking today about, well, in trying to, like, I actually let go of my old time management system and took pieces of it with me that work for me really well and kind of left some of the, oh, what I consider extra work, left that behind. Right. And... While I think my approach is going to work just fine, mm -hmm. it's still kind of scary. Well, because you're walking away from something that was working for right. you. Right. And then going into a totally different situation where you're like, uh-oh, does he like me or not? Well, to be fair, if it doesn't really work for you, you can always move back. Yeah. I mean, that's one of those situations where if it doesn't work, you can move back. I understand that there's other ones where you can't, but that one you definitely can. Sure. What are they doing? 
They've they've pretty much turned the between the two pieces of couch into a tunnel, and one of them hides in it, and the other one pops down on them from above. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Mm. They've turned it into a jungle gym, and there's also a tunnel behind the couch. And I think that they can kind of burrow underneath the couch. <laughs> I bet they love that. There's Olive. Yeah, they're being psychos. Also, I found a crap load of their toys when we moved the couch. Yeah, you told me that. So, I think she's discovered some of that. Also, she's discovered that she can hide under the new couch and assault things. Yes, and I, I think saw she's her do that. pretty thrilled by that. I mean, she looks like a um, Jack in the Box. Where somebody cruises <laughs> by, and all of a sudden this olive, like, flails out from underneath the couch with all the claws a-flying. And then all of a sudden she's gone back under the couch. What? <laughs> How glad are we that we didn't have a couch like this when the kittens arrived? Yeah. Let's be real, we would have never found them again. They would have been Velcroed to the underside of the couch. Yeah. Never to be seen again. As it was, Chubby McWhite Fluffy one could fit under the old couch. Yeah, I know. Which is weird. It's the first place he went when he got here. Yeah. He was like, uh-uh. Zoom! Yeah, it's so weird. Do you remember when Ashley was moving that time? And she was going from there to her mom's house? And he hid under a and chair he hid the under whole a time. chair the whole entire time? Because he's afraid of the outside, but he doesn't seem afraid of the outside anymore. Mm-mm. I think he was just afraid of change. Yeah. Well, and that we know is the case with him. He's also afraid of ceiling fans. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. He just, the poor guy, his eyes get, you put on the ceiling fan and it's all the way in the other room. And this guy gets these eyeballs that are bigger than plates. And inflatable pool toys. Yeah. Something like that. Like that giant bat Mitchell one when we went to. Uh... <laughs> that bat was hilarious. It's in the closet. I know. He's like, why did you put it in the closet? I said, so that cat claws don't scratch it to death. Oh, yeah, because I think Parker would extract his revenge at night. Well, yeah, exactly. (laughs) He'd be like, you, you chased me around the house. (laughs) Exactly. And that would be the end of the giant red bat. Exactly. Because that's that's the thing about cats. They're kind of demonic. And they like... Walk around a lot at night and don't go to sleep. And they hold grudges. And they hold grudges. And they plot revenge. Yes. See, dogs are cool because you do something that pisses the dog off. And five minutes later, he's completely forgotten about it. Right. I mean, look at when we came back from Las Vegas. He was so mad at us. Yeah. Well, he was excited we were home. And then he was pissed off and didn't want to talk to us at all. Mm -hmm. And then he was like... Hold on a second. Why am I sitting so far away from them? I missed them. And then he's done. Like, he yep. forgets all of it. Yep. It's true. That's how a dog is, though. Yeah. Cat's not like that. No. That cat, the pretty girl, will remember that we'd left her until something else happens that we do that pisses her off. And then she'll only remember that. Yep. So she's just, like, eternally mad at us. And I think <laughs> Olive is, too. <laughs> and I think Parker's too dumb for any of those things. That sounds depressing that they're eternally mad. Well, they are cats. You did call them demonic a second ago. Yes. The grudges are real. But seriously, Parker, not smarter than the average doorknob because he got soft paws put on 
and then picked a fight with the most vicious thing in the house. Yeah, that wasn't a smart move, Parker, at all. He has claw marks all over his face because he's an idiot. She's on. Well, she doesn't seem mad at him anymore. The the new couch seems to have seems to have eased the kitty cat situation. Tensions. The tensions between the two of them. That's crazy. And here's Yogi just passed out. Lucky dog. Well. But yeah, it's officially late and officially almost tomorrow. We only have yeah. five more minutes left in this day. Yeah, we better we better wrap <sighs> it up and call it a day. We'll provide you, you provide you with some more updates on the uh, cat and couch situation tomorrow. Yes, it's going to be a battle, people. A real life battle. Anyway, good night, everyone. Hasta la bye bye. Hey, this is Mike, and I just wanted to tell you that if you enjoyed the show, and I truly hope you did, you can subscribe on iTunes or Google Play and not miss a single episode. But if you happened to miss an episode uh, and you didn't find it on Google Play or iTunes for some reason, you could go to our website, which is thenightlyrant.wordpress.com.